The following podcast contains adult themes, hardcore nudity, and gratuitous Luke McGregor. If you are offended by references to the town of Maryborough, delayed marriage proposals, and little men that sound like lesbians, we suggest you leave now and head to your favorite 24-hour bakery. SBS recommends viewing by immature audiences. Please welcome to the stage Australia's sweethearts Tommy Pipsqueak Dasilo and Carl Definitely Not Engaged Chandler. Hey. Sydney Comedy Store, thank you very much for coming out to Live Little Dum Dum Club. Hey, hey mates! Uh, thank you very much for joining us, whether you are here with us live at the Sydney Comedy Store or listening at home. My name is Tommy Dasilo. Standing next to me, the other half of the show, Carl Chandler. G'day, dickheads. That's the thing I normally say, hey? <laughs> References. Uh, there's someone in the back there wearing a Haymate T-shirt. That's thrilling. Sweet. Yeah. One person knows who we are. Yeah. This is cool. This is a nice little turnout. We've, I mean, this is, you know, this is the first time we've done one of these shows outside of Melbourne. This is yeah. a big moment for us. Uh, very excited. We, you know, we've been doing gigs in this venue all week and handing out flyers and trying to get people onto the shows. Uh, and then we got here and we realised that they'd packed up the chairs for half of the room. So yeah. <laughs> the comedy store had very little confidence yeah. in our pulling ability. Yeah. You guys have been eating shit all week. No one's <laughs> going to come see this garbage. They did ask for ID on the way in tonight as well. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. No, we're very excited to be in Sydney uh, this week. It's been swell. It's uh, it's been a good bit of business. We did gigs all week here, and we're doing tonight. This is great. Um, Tom, you know, we talk a lot on the show about going for auditions and stuff like that. Um, Tommy, you've uh, you were asked to do an audition this week, in Sydney, yeah, which is good. Uh, yeah, right before we uh, we headed up here, I got a call from uh, a casting agent to do a voiceover, which I was very excited about because obviously. It- you know, there's there's a mean, lot of talk about Tommy's voice on this show. You've got yeah. a very distinctive voice. You guys voice. can all hear how good and rich this is. I mean, yeah. any product I say right now, you're all going to run out and get it, obviously. Yeah. Now, so that's, that's great. That's, yeah. That's a great thing to um, be approached by someone. Mm-hmm. Um, so congratulations. Tommy. Thank well you. Um, Thank you. Now, obviously in auditions there, there are other people that are up for the gig. Uh-huh. Um, did you happen to find out who, who was... Who, People thought was comparable to your voice. Did yeah, you well, the wo- this is what the woman said to me on the phone. She said, come in on Wednesday afternoon, it's going to be you, and we're also auditioning a group of school children. Right. So, so. Um, and, and you know what makes this even sadder? She then called me back the next day to go, oh, yeah, don't worry about coming in, we're not going to do that audition anymore. So, <laughs> school holidays was ruined for me, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Really regret telling you that now. <laughs> how, I, I was going to say, how did you get that? But I'm about t- 20 years too late to get any of those. Gigs. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was just, I, I kind of was really upset that it didn't happen. Like, in my head, it was going to be just me and then a group of school children. It was yeah. literally <laughs> going to be just that setup, which would have been, like, which would have been amazing. Like, I don't know whether... Because she said she found my stuff on YouTube and I haven't put stuff on there for a while. So maybe she thought I actually was a school kid <laughs> and then maybe she did a bit more digging and found out that I'm not. So that's why she called it off. Yeah, right. I don't know. So you didn't get it? I didn't even do it. I didn't even audition for <laughs> oh, right, it. I'm not right. even up for it. So. Wow. But if anyone has voiceover work for me, I'm uh, struggling at the moment and I am available. <laughs> <laughs> there's any voice agents within the 53 people that are here tonight? Um, yes. yes. Massive chance of that happening? Yeah. Uh, so what have you been? What have you been doing in Sydney? Because we've been we've been here for three days now. Been uh, I've been doing nothing. I've been uh, quietly shitting myself that we're going to talk to these people that are backstage at the yeah. moment. Um, that we've rammed in a room about that big, and uh, <laughs> that is a sweet reference for anyone listening at home right at the moment. That big. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll need to put a special thing on the net of yeah. like visual references. Carl had held his hands wide open about one foot. Okay. <laughs> I can hear the home viewers laughing right now. Um, home viewers. Again. <laughs> you are killing this medium, Chandler. <laughs> Have you done one of these before? <laughs> um, well, let's talk about this. I mean, we have mailbag on the show every now and then. Now, uh, I don't know. I mean, this happened on the show pretty recently. I don't know how many people have heard it. Did you, uh, Random applause. Who heard our latest episode with Dan Illick? Did people hear that? Yeah. Okay, most people heard that. So Dan Illick did the voice over just before? No one cares. Uh, <laughs> Clang. Um, if anyone's got voiceover work for Dan Illick, uh, he will be <laughs> unemployed in November, so he's looking for stuff. Um, so he's, we, uh, Dan Illick's actually picking up people's empty glasses at the moment. He's, uh, <laughs> he was willing to take that job. We've been 
been talking uh, for, on the show for a while about uh, uh, you uh, not proposing to your girlfriend oh, in Thailand. Oh, has that Thailand. come up? Has yeah. that come up? That's come up okay. almost half as many times as my voice and last name. Right. Nearly. <laughs> nearly caught up. Um, but yeah, so we were talking about that for a while and then what happened? You were in Thailand and uh, a bunch of your old work friends pranked you by congratulating you for engaging to your girlfriend on your Facebook wall. Yeah. It was chaos, basically. Yeah, it was about four hours before I got home and noticed that everyone in the world... Thought I was engaged. Yeah. Um, and my girlfriend had been getting text messages. Yeah. Congratulating her. Yeah. From my mum and dad. No. Yeah. No, that didn't <laughs> and, you, and you laid the foot of the blame clearly at one man. Yes. Uh, a, a friend of mine called Guy Shields. Yep. Um, yep. He, otherwise known as Sex Author, if uh-huh. anyone's heard that episode. Yep. So literally half an hour before this show started, I got an email from your mate Guy Shields. Right. Saying, hey club, asshole of the show Guy Shield here. <laughs> Just wanted to bring this to your attention as a credit where credit is due. Regrettably, I wasn't the mastermind, but yes, I did help kick things off. And he sent me a chain of emails between himself and another one of your mates, Stephen Lording. So the first email is Stephen Lording. Can to- we not do live shows anymore? <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Lording, uh, Two Guys Shield, on the 25th of the 6th, 2012, at 7.41am. Stephen Lording, I assume you haven't listened to the latest Dum Dum. A lot of talk about the possibility of Carl proposing, or more likely not proposing, to his girlfriend. Do we need to get a little congratulatory flash mob together on his wall? <laughs> 20, so, 20 or so of us congratulating him with the hope that it takes on a life of its own. Or would that be mean, smiley face? <laughs> 25th of the 6th, 2012, 9.55am, Guy Shield wrote, Sure, let me know when you're keen to do it and I'll chime in. <laughs> From Stephen Lording, uh, 25th of June, 2012, at 2pm, Sam's nervous it's going to backfire. Surely nothing can go wrong, hey? <laughs> if Carl's girlfriend sees it on Facebook, that'd make it even better, yes? <laughs> so, if, if, if heartbreak is better... <laughs> That was worth bringing up because, you know, Guy Shields has done some things in his time and I feel like he's been misrepresented here. Oh. He wasn't, the, uh, he wasn't f- the instigator. Dealing with these people, I feel like what it must be like to know me. Is that what I'm like, knowing yeah, me? Yeah, no, big time. That's absolutely what you're like, <laughs> uh. which is why it's, it's so joyous watching you f- get your comeuppance. Wow. Well, I hope everyone appreciates what I do in the next hour before I neck myself. So, uh... Oh, Genu- <laughs> someone's genuinely said I'm going to be dead Gen- in an hour. Genuine <laughs> sympathy. <laughs> um, should we get into this and uh, introduce our, our roaming man in the crowd? Yes, sure, let's yeah. do that. Ladies and gentlemen, he's come up to Sydney with us for the week. He's been doing gigs with us all week. He's, he's been banging babes for seven days yeah, straight. Yeah. You know him, you love him. Please welcome our roving reporter for the evening, Luke McGregor. Yay! <laughs> there he is. This will be the test. Now... Classic McGregor, he's decided not to turn the mic on until the yeah, very last minute that he needs to speak into it. Hey. <laughs> Sweet sound check. How's it going? <laughs> Can we, are we able to get a bit of house light up? Can people, people probably can't even see People him. need to see Luke McGregor, yeah. no, surely. It's, it's fine. It's, it's... Hey. Huh? <laughs> now, <having> uh... <laughs> I was back there trying to be uh, really cool with the other celebs, so... <laughs> There's a lot of big names out there, McGregor. How just, you, how just you stood faring? there with my sunglasses on and came out. <laughs> I think it went pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> Luke, would you like to go and sit next to maybe the prettiest girl in the house? Um, oh, that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just sit. I'll just sit by myself over there. No, I'll sit. <laughs> I don't know. Where, where's the best? Where's the? We didn't bring you to Sydney to sit <laughs> by yourself in the back of a <laughs> venue. Oh, there's okay, a lady then. here who's volunteered herself. Oh, there's a lady. Yeah. Oh, hey. G'day. Hello. Oh, that's people I'm staying with. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true. Not you. How are you going? Oh, this you Oh, no, are you, oh, sorry. I, you were on Twitter before. How are you going? <laughs> nice, to, lovely, nice to meet you. So, no, so no, hang on. We've brought you to Sydney to sit down and talk to your housemate. Is that, is that what, sorry. just to confirm, that's what's happening? No, no, no. I, my housemate's just there. This is someone I have. Oh, you're one person away from. Oh, good. Good. Sorry. <laughs> that's much better. <laughs> So good. what's what's Luke been like as a as a house guest? Has he been good? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she's just like you. Yeah, she's been, he's been really good. <laughs> <laughs> he's been very good. Oh, ah, fuck <laughs> that! Rip off that guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Now, Luke, what tends to happen when you come on this show is that uh, we'll be in conversation in the weeks leading up to it, and you'll tell a story, and then you'll get to the end, and I'll go. You realise 
I'm just going to literally say to you, tell that story now Before on the podcast. you bring anything up, know that I'll be telling you less and less interesting stuff in normal life <laughs> with the fear it'll be told in front of everyone else. <laughs> I'm absolutely fine with that because yeah. we've gotten some doozies so far. Yeah, we're happy to, we're happy to burn you after this episode. Oh, yeah, no, That's fine. <laughs> um, do you, do, can you please, because this is such a good story, can you tell these people about the work function that you went out to a couple of weeks ago um, with your boss? Which, you uh, know the one. You mean where I was saying, where I said goodbye? Yes, that one. Uh, yeah, the one time in your life where you've said goodbye. Yeah, yeah. That's, that specific instance. Classic McGregor, you've given away the punchline. God. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was just, it was, it was a, I, I don't think it's, I think everyone had done it at some point. I was, I was, I was leaving the work function and I've got my boss's female. Um, and, Clang. Woo, and, uh, and I went to, um, and as I was leaving, I just went to, to kiss her. Um, on the cheek, um, because for a, uh, just for a second, um, <laughs> I thought I thought she was my mum. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just it's just it's just what happens sometimes. <laughs> and then I and it was not awkward at all because I'm said I'm really sorry about that. I, I thought for a second you were my mum. <laughs> that would have made it less awkward if you'd said that. It what? was awkward for about it was a couple of months. It was awkward, but after that it was fine. <laughs> And, and you were... She doesn't look like my mum at all, no. <laughs> but you said to me the reason that you made the mistake was because she's the same dimensions as your well, mum. Yeah, she is. <laughs> she looks... If you didn't... If they were both Silhouette-wise, she's a dead ringer. Yeah, yeah if, they were, if they're incomplete, if they're in a dark room, they would look <laughs> is that, is that how you, Is that how your line of vision works? Are you like the predator or something, where you just... <laughs> you see the heat patch and you just kiss it? <laughs> It was just a breaking conversation between the three of us. I didn't think I'd have to go into so much detail about it. I just thought you guys would go, yeah, 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 yeah. that sucks when that happens. And yeah. how, like, so how's, have you repaired the relationship? Is everything okay now? Uh, Mum and I are fine. Uh, <laughs> the, we, it was, well, hang on, what did you do to the person at work that looks like your dad? <laughs> it was a head job. No, it was too much. <laughs> oh, sorry. This is a PG it podcast, was a, it was Luke. A, sorry. Yeah, it was, it's five uh, o'clock in the afternoon. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Really sorry about that, Dad. Um, <laughs> it, it was um, it was fine. Time made it okay. Like after and you're ages, now <laughs> looking for work. Yeah, and for a new family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get a I had to get a tall, skinny boss. <laughs> it was it was weird. No, so, was, so your mum's fat. That's what you're saying. No, no, no mum's uh, really. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> This is being yeah. piped straight live to Tasmania, by the way. Yeah. So sorry, Mum. <laughs> I don't know. What to say. That was fine. It didn't happen. That was all made up. <laughs> no, it was. It was weird for ages, and uh, it was really weird for a long time. <laughs> now it's weird again. <laughs> all right then. You you had a you had a McGregor story from the week that you. Yeah. Been... Now we flew up together. Uh, you got I... so many good guests. You know. Yeah. <laughs> What what happened to you on the way up in the plane? Oh, uh, it was a. So I was there was a someone and I was walking up the stairs to get to the plane, and it was really busy. Um, I feel like Carl Pilkington, and it was, it was I was walking up the stairs, um, and someone you know how you can't go up the stairs any any quicker because there's people behind you, and the plane's not going to leave without you. So um, this guy or someone hit the back of my foot. And so I, I was a bit angry, so I turned around and went, oh, I can't go any faster. Okay. And what had happened is an old man, about 65, um, had fallen over, and it was his face that hit the back of my foot. <laughs> um, and then and you yeah. kissed him and went, are you okay, Mum? Yeah. <laughs> it was, uh, and you, you couldn't see it, so it was just me looking angrily at this <laughs> dead old man. Me. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it was, uh, so I looked down and there was an old man and his face was on my foot. Uh, and I helped him up and it was... Uh, and then the air marshals took you off the plane. Yeah, it was, okay. <laughs> it was not good. <laughs> All right, well, please um, try and mess up again within the show we've, so we've got something to talk to you about by the yeah. end of it. Uh, but we've got some guests to talk to now, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, Benjamin, go. give it up for Luke McGregor. Luke Thank McGregor! We're going to be coming back to him uh, throughout the show. All right, should we get into it? I think we shall. All right. I'm uh, super excited. Are you guys excited for this, these guests we've got? Yeah. yeah. Just one of the 
most all-star <laughs> live show lineups I think we've ever had. Oh this, my is, this is amazing. When we've got Luke McGregor as the entree, yeah. man. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Hope you guys didn't fill up on bread because there is <laughs> a feast to coming. Yep. Uh, our first guest this afternoon, you will know him as the host of Enough Rope and Randling. Please welcome to the stage, Andrew Denton. Yay! This is uh, this is very exciting. This is so. This is really intimidating uh, to be talking to you because you're the you're the guy. You're the you're the talk show guy. The best. Like you're the you're the guy at it. Like I fucked it already. I've I've gotten. Is this is this this how you would have said it? Uh. I've gotten a contact high off McGregor. He's made me. He's made me awkward. We'll no. fix this in post. This will oh, no, be fine. No, this no be questions fine. in there. People listening at home think he hasn't even come out on the stage yet. <laughs> We're just cut and paste from an old episode of Live and Sweaty, and uh, <laughs> this will sound excellent. Yeah. <laughs> this this is the point. This is what happens when you don't pay your guests. Uh, so what else have you been up to, Tommy? <laughs> just. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Fuck, I wish Rove was in the country. Um. <laughs> Ask him about his shows. <laughs> wow, this is the stage we've got to. McGregor is helping us out. Oh, he's... Uh, He's, le- he's, he's leaving. Uh. He's, he's, he's doing it. Uh. He's shaking. Uh. He's, he's gone. He's out the door. What's happening? <laughs> we have had it good for too long. Um, <laughs> doing free podcasts. We've, we've needed a comeuppance for too long now. So, uh. Hello. Hi. How are you? Nice to meet you. <laughs> uh, good, good to be here. Yeah. Hello. Hi. I think he's doing his own interview show up the yeah, back yeah. of the show. He's, yeah. he's gone a bit Jay Leno. He's Hi. shaking everyone's hands Hi. in the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Phil Donahue, everyone. Hi. Nice to meet you. Oh, good, good. Hello, hi. We haven't met yet. Nice to meet you. Oh. All right, this is, so the, all right, this is our second chance. I fucked right. up the first all right, one. Right. Oh, you, you I'll take, I'll take it from you. One. I'll take it from you. Take, take it from you. Right. So, uh, thank you, Angie. Thank you for being on the show. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, how long have we been on? on this, are, we into a, are we into our second hour already? It feels like that. I think we're being punked right now. <laughs> we let's just get a syllable out of him. Yeah. What do you think? Is there yeah. any way we can? How has your day been? Good. Yeah. Hey! You are the new Parkinson. That is. You know the right thing to ask. You broke me wide open. I wasn't expecting that. That was good. That was good. Found a moment of weakness and I went for it. I thought I could hold out for the podcast, but no. Focusing on the past. Go the present. Go right now. We were playing good cop, dickhead cop. Yeah, that's right. So, which which one was the good one? Sorry. Well, let's get to this. Now, we, we, when we come to Sydney, our two, you know, we, we, we want to get our dream guest. And you were our number one guest. Um, um, we're so wrapped to have you on. So thank you so much. And this, look, I sent an email to you. I found your email address and I sent an email to you, which I thought was, you know, it was quite a complimentary email. It, it, it read like this. Hi, Andrew. Congratulations on Randling. I'm really enjoying it. And I well, hope that was ev- a lie. So I knew that was yes, a lie. But, but go on. <laughs> but anyway, let's not pick your email apart. Showbiz. Uh, <laughs> I hope everything behind the scenes is going well. Hope you, did, you didn't care. But anyway, yeah, let's yeah. go. <laughs> Why did I put so many footnotes in this thing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hope I'm not annoying. Yeah, I got your draft, you see. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> hope I'm not annoying. You were, but go on. Yeah. Go on. <laughs> I'm starting to read this thing now. Yeah. <laughs> but thought I'd hit you up about being on our live podcast we're doing in Sydney. That last the truth. Yeah. Yep. You'd be our dream first guest. Oh, okay. Mm. Uh, 
No one's well, believing that. Come yeah. on. <laughs> Wondered if you'd had the time or inclination. Hope all is well. Thank you for your time, Carl. Which I thought, you know, that's a heartfelt... Because I've mm. grown up watching your shows all through the ABC and uh, Channel 7 and all that sort of stuff. So I, I was really sort of intimidated, even on email. Your reply, for fuck's sake... <laughs> When are you two dickheads going to leave me alone? (laughs) I like it dragged into this. (laughs) I demand an answer. Why don't you give it to me in person on the show? So I was like, oh, see, see. But I have to say, I've never been as excited to be called a dickhead before in my life. I was. You'll get many opportunities. Look, look, thank you. That's very kind of you. Very gracious of you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Now, uh, do you have a second question? <laughs> well, in answer to your question of when we're going to leave you alone, definitely after today. Very good. <laughs> oh, don't, no, don't be. Look, I'm only tiny. You, you don't be intimidated by me. <laughs> I think you're still taller than me, maybe. <laughs> oh, do it. Sit yeah, up. okay. This will be Another good sweet moment for the podcast. It's good for podcasts. Yeah. Oh, okay. I feel... Oh. Yeah, What's the verdict? Someone's taking a photo. Yeah. Back to back. All right, All right. let's do this. Uh, dreams can I can through. I be in the photo just so I oh, seem really good as well? Is that... <laughs> Does anyone want to want to call this, out who's this, winning or just make us like, do this for ages? This looks like the world's ugliest ABBA impersonation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm ugly. Uh, oh, <laughs> now, congratulations on, uh, uh, like I said before, on Ranley. Uh, really enjoying Ranley, despite what you. You think. don't have to keep saying that. <laughs> Well, we're not, thank you. we're not paying you, so I think that's the least I can do. That's a pretty shitty payment. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am enjoying it, I am enjoying it, and uh, especially, uh, I, I felt I had a similar idea um, as Randling that I didn't, I didn't quite get up. It was, uh, well, it was sort of only part of, part of your show, maybe. My idea was just to have a lot of people in school uniform. Yes. Uh, mostly girls. Yes. Uh, <laughs> It was a lot more sexual than your show. Sure, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah we piloted that one, but right. they obviously wanted something more middle Australian. Yeah, yeah. Something, yeah, not pornographic, I yeah. believe. I believe was what the ABC said. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, th- I think the show you want to make, you want to make in Japan. I think that's where you're looking <laughs> to be broadcast. Yeah, yeah, that would be right. Now, um, <laughs> we, and the other thing is, because you're so intimidating, I guess, as an interviewer, because you, you're known as the master interviewer and uh, you do so much research, uh, uh, I've done as much as I possibly can. Sure. I looked at IMDb an hour ago. Good. Uh, and I saw something I didn't know about you. Your, yes. your, uh, the one acting actual credit on there was that you were in a country practice yeah. in the episode Nobody's Perfect, part one. Sure. So the character didn't have legs, it just didn't, it couldn't kick onto the second part? Well, I was a uh, toilet roll delivery man. Uh, <laughs> And let me tell you, I blew Brian Wenzel off the screen. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> now, I had seven lines, and I delivered all of them really badly. I cannot act at all. I've written scripts for myself, which I know exactly how they're meant to go, and then when I perform, I think, God, that was bad. <laughs> <laughs> I can't act. So you were, uh, you were delivery man. Yeah, yeah. Um, which made me think, were you the best delivery man on 80s TV? Was it, were you better, or was Greg Fleet better as delivery man number two? <laughs> In prisoner, Greg. Greg was a lot looser. Uh, <laughs> Greg thought delivery man meant something else. He thought that was for him. Yeah. <laughs> so he was there a long time waiting for somebody to give him a packet, and he was very. I remember talking about it. He was furious. Yeah. <laughs> well, you do. You are very similar. You did also ask me for twenty bucks backstage. So. Uh, I did, but. I love any time Greg Fleet comes up in conversation, just you, just waiting for the 20-buck moment. Yeah. <laughs> waiting for the opening where you can just wedge it in there. You, yeah. you write what you know. It's happened to me. <laughs> it's honestly happened to me enough times that I think I can say it. <laughs> it's never happened to me. I've never lent him money. I got a phone call from him in Thailand. <laughs> yes! <laughs> you were in Thailand or he was in Thailand? I was in Thailand. Yeah. And I got the feeling he would have travelled to get it. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I would have had to give him 30,000 baht, I think. I think that was it, but yeah. Um, now, uh, uh, I think I'm going to have to go back to my notes. Yeah, uh, do you uh, want me to hold those? And I can probably just ask the questions myself. No, <laughs> <laughs> no well, Luke McGregor, so 
I guess we want to know more about your, your style as an, an interviewer. Mm-hmm. You've heard Luke McGregor. You've met Luke McGregor briefly. Yep. Can you give us an example of like what you would say maybe to Luke McGregor? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you were to resurrect enough rope tomorrow and have him as your first guest. Sure. I'd say, uh, I think I'd probably start with a softener, which is, can you please not stay too long? We've got the main guest coming. <laughs> No deal. (laughs) (laughs) Well, obviously, if it's an off-rope interview, we're we're going straight for the tears. So So you're just going to introduce a girl to Luke? (laughs) (laughs) No, no, you see, that would be a mistake. I'd introduce a picture of a girl to Luke, so it would remain unattainable and alluring. Is this enough rope or a science experiment? (laughs) It could be either. We put him in a bell jar, see how long he breathes. This is all all great stuff, guys. Yeah. (laughs) Where are you, Luke? Luke? I can't even see you. Where's he gone? I'm sorry. I went up the back. (laughs) I could just hear this disembodied voice. I'm here. Yeah. Even. I was just cleaning up some of the drinks. Oh, I see. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I don't know where to stand. I'll go back over here. What if he did this on the set of Enough Rope, just walked around trying to find a seat, didn't know where he was meant to go? <laughs> That's pretty much what we would expect of Luke, I think. Uh, I look, I, you I should see know. my episode. It was really good. Huh? Yeah, it was. <laughs> Luke, what is the question you would least like to be asked on national television? Uh, Carl, when are you going to propose to your girlfriend? Uh, uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Boo. <laughs> Last live podcast ever. If you keep throwing those $20 notes around, you can't afford it. <laughs> oh, what about we get our second guest out here okay. to join the uh, Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Andrew Denton. Andrew Denton. <laughs> Going to move down one seat for us. Uh, this next guest, you will know him from the morning show and The Price is Right. Please welcome Larry Hemdow. Hey. Look at that. So, just before we start, I wanted to confirm Andrew was your first choice of guest. Oh, dear. Um, yeah, yeah, and the second chair was their second choice of guest. <laughs> <laughs> Am I supposed to be there? No, no, I, no Andrew no. spoke. I mean, it doesn't. Was I supposed to be there? Well, yeah. I mean, you can be. I don't know what the etiquette is. Come, I, on, I come, assume, on, come and sit next to me. I <laughs> if, if, only, if only you'd had your own show before, you'd have yeah, experience. That's right. But. Uh, <laughs> I assume once you've dispensed with the guests, they just go to the end in disgrace and you move on to the next one. <laughs> Into the sin bin with you. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Larry did say he wanted a chair between you two at all times. Yeah, well, yes, uh, yes, 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 it, yes. It's yeah. important after what and happened a taser. the last time we were on television together, but don't, don't ask about that. Don't ask about that. Don't ask. So, Larry, we one, are... well, my first question is, what, when was the last time you two were on television together? Though? <laughs> uh, it was a telethon. It was about four in the morning. You probably remember, Larry. Uh, <laughs> uh, there was a bucket of claret. Yes. Uh, which I paid Larry $50 to dive into. Yes, that's right. And, and I was covering you in sump oil. That's right, yeah, which uh, Larry well, didn't pay TV, for. It was that, just a normal thing. Yeah, that's right, yes. <laughs> uh, and uh, we ended up back at my place and, uh, and fucked the telethon. Um, <laughs> in fact... <laughs> In fact, I remember oh, you but, saying but, but, distinctly, we... quote, unquote, those sick children give me the creeps. <laughs> <laughs> but as with all telethons, we did it for the kids. We did it for the kids, yeah, yeah. yes. Yeah. Is, someone, is, is someone updating Larry's Wikipedia page right now? Or... <laughs> you stop wasting your time. Just one time. Yeah, just one time. <laughs> So, Larry, thank you very much for coming on. I mean, we, uh, we, we, we just met you this afternoon. The way yep. we, we, we sort of thought it'd be great to try and get you on the show. And uh, we, we just decided to start going you on Twitter. And then our listeners and followers just joined in. A lot in. of people here A lot of people probably here probably. Of round of applause if you Yeah, thanks for nothing, Larry everyone. And, thank you. Uh, yeah. And I was, uh, I, I was scared because I, I come here occasionally and I'll sit out there and, and watch this. So I, I thought I don't want to be, you know, up here on stage. And then I thought... Well, I, I host a game show where people uh, fart next to me when they get nervous, so how, <laughs> how bad can this be? Well, how well, bad can it be? That's what happens on the morning show? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, it's like, Kylie, what? <laughs> 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 but people, 
very excited to, uh, to to hear you on the show and to see you. Like, I think I've gotten at least a dozen emails from people saying, hey, is there any chance you can talk to Larry about getting me on The Price is Right? A uh, dozen, that's people it, a who, dozen. People who've auditioned and, and failed and, and, and really want to be on, so... Yeah, well, they're probably losers. I mean, we look at that and... <laughs> are they losers? Would you describe them as losers? I said that they're probably in this room. <laughs> Are you just confirming the case? Why are can they fake it? Are they good fakers? Because occasionally you win stuff on Prices Right that you don't want. Are they? Would you For just? Sure. That happens occasionally. I don't know. Is I mean, I wonder if any. Who's is, here? is there anyone here who's like? Someone sent me an email saying they wanted to go on the Prices Right. Is yeah. it? Is it? Are they? Is that person here? Oh, so, look, if you get on, the only thing is, like, if you get on you go, and you win something you don't like, you've got to pretend. Yeah. You've got to fake it, right? Yeah. Because the Qantas flight attendant from the Gold Coast who came on the show and won a Qantas flight to the Gold Coast. <laughs> like, he was so pissed off. But you've got to pretend. Well, what about we test it out on Luke? So, Luke, because you, you auditioned... Where's Luke? Have you auditioned oh, sorry. For, oh, Luke, sorry. Hi, Larry. <laughs> you've auditioned for Deal or No Deal. What, what about, about Price? Would you go on Price? Uh, sure. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. All right, well, do you want to <laughs> tell, tell Luke that he's just won a shit prize and let's see how he reacts. Let's test him. All right, do you live in an apartment? Yes. All right, congratulations, Luke. You've just won an above-ground swimming pool. <laughs> oh, that's, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> You look like you, he looks like one of those contestants who would fart when they get nervous. Though. Yeah, sure. like, like, I think that, means, at the Luke, end, that means Luke McGregor would be constantly farting. To be yeah, fair, yeah. <laughs> we'd be like right at the end. I'd be like, it's between twenty eight thousand five hundred. He'd be like, he'd be like the kid in uh, the smelly kid in uh, in Snoopy, just the pig pen, the kid with yeah, just yeah, a cloud yeah. of smoke around yeah. him at all the times. Kid, yeah. You uh, you you get rid of them all before you leave the house, and then you're you're set. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I didn't say anything. No. <laughs> I mean, this would all be gold on price, wouldn't it? I mean, this would yeah. be amazing. Yeah, this, would, this wouldn't get cut out at all. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew O'Keefe would be, hurry the fuck up, we've got to get on oh. air in a minute. Now, now, now it's, a nervous, it's a nervous character yeah, I do yeah, for podcasts, yeah. and then I turn it off. <laughs> I'll be the Fonz uh, in the after party. You, watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you mentioned Andrew O'Keefe. We had him on our last live show. Yeah, how was that? He was, yeah, he was excellent. Um, now, we built him, we've built you up to the same model that he was. Now, when he, I hope I'm not telling any secrets here but hmm. we got him the night after the logies wow I, I don't think he'd gone to sleep <laughs> no no and he had because you would have got him five nights after the logies and he wouldn't have gone to sleep yet. <laughs> <laughs> we we definitely got that impression yes yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and then we he said oh you know we, i've got to get out of here quickly because i've got five episodes to tape tomorrow he yeah. stayed at the bar much longer than us. He yeah. was yeah. He was there at the two in the morning, I think. So yeah, well, he's good. He's he's quite good like that. Are we going to do something similar with you tonight? Yeah, of course, maybe? of course, yeah. of course. But I mean, he would give you briefcases full of money to pay for the bar. I can only give you white goods and shit. So <laughs> if that gets us covered off on the bar, yeah. then I'm fine. To wash the shame off ourselves. Yeah, in yeah. The morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How many beers can we get with an above ground pool? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just don't do that shit thing when we get to the bar and line up all the different beers from all the di- around the world and say, "All right, put them in order from least expensive." Yeah, yeah. Because that would piss me off. No yeah, end. yeah. Have you have you heard them all? You must have heard them all. All. What's your all. best What's your best yodeling joke? <laughs> <laughs> That's between my wife and I. And I can't tell <laughs> but people, uh, people always think you're a game show host. You know, so you go. I'll go to Coles and, and and the woman will look at the receipt at the end and go, "Okay, it's between eighty five dollars and ninety five dollars." But you're not always a game show host. Like I turn off. I don't go home and I'm like. If my wife kisses me on the neck when I get home, I don't automatically say, lower. I don't do it all the time. <laughs> it's not constant. Not a constant thing. <laughs> I reckon you've done that, though. I have to, oh, no. No, I do it a lot, but not all the time. Okay, yeah. sure, sure. Uh, this is what we found out about you the other day through friend of the show, Adam Zwar, Clang. He told us that you, you have a romantic comedy Script that you've been writing? Is that true? About a game show host? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's not a romantic comedy. Oh. There's a bit of romance, but essentially the guy's in jail, so it's not, uh, you know, it's not so romantic. Oh, so, um, it's, so, it's a, so it's a porn. Yeah. <laughs> it's a documentary. Right. But <laughs> it says to no, me that Adam's wife has very strange ideas about romance. <laughs> no, it is. I wrote it years and years ago when I first got uh, axed or boned, as we say in television. Uh, from Price is Right. It was my way of getting back at the game show world. Right. And it's about this uh, game show character, this, this, this uh, host, who gets in all sorts of trouble. And it's, it, you know, it's, it's a comedy thing, but it's basically taking the piss out of the genre. So I can only write it or look at it when I'm unemployed. Because it's, 
and every day it gets better. Like now that I'm doing the morning show, I'm thinking uh, morning television is much funnier behind the scenes yeah. than game shows. Oh, so it's going through rewrites at the moment is what it's you're a, saying. It's being rewritten as we speak. Great. As we speak right now? Yeah, because well, you, never know, when you get, never know when you're going to get boned again, so I'm yeah. just quickly writing stuff down. That is, that is what Luke McGregor said to us just before the show. So, uh, <laughs> but he's getting boned again. He said... <laughs> yes. <laughs> Killer impro again, Luke McGregor. I was just going to say quickly um, uh, again, my extensive research uh, uh, ing I did this morning about you. I like on your IMDb page, it's got all the shows that you've done, and it's got on there that you were dancing in with the stars, audience member. <laughs> How yeah. desperate are you for IMDb quotes? So. <laughs> But I was very good. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was better than the old chook next to me. I was very good. <laughs> did it mention Family Double Dare on that? It did, yes. <laughs> did you want to talk about that? No, no. <laughs> first game show I ever did, 1988. And the first question on the first night was, how many Fs appear in the word dolphin? <laughs> there were two mum and, two, mum and dad and two kids here, mum and dad and two kids here. And this woman hit the buzzer really quickly. And I said, yes, Mary, how many? She said, Larry, there are two Fs in dolphin. <laughs> And I got kicked out of school when I was 15. I, even I know there's only one, right? But, see, <laughs> but, but that show that show got axed that night. That oh. night. Channel 10, the big boss at the time, called us in and said, we can't do this to the Australian public. We're axing the show. One episode. Wow. Well, TV's changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It jumped, yeah. The, it jumped the dolphin. You're talking about yeah. prices, right? No, no. I'm, executive would never say we can't do that to the Australian yeah, yeah, public. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you ever worked out, you mentioned Andrew O'Keefe before, Have you? has anyone here ever worked out how that show actually works. I figured, when I first saw it, I figured you get a million dollars if you can understand the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. I think you just get part of the word, then you buy a vowel, and... Uh, <laughs> and then you spin the wheel. Then you spin the wheel. Yeah, yeah that's right. But and then the Japanese schoolgirls come out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I agree, though. It, it, seems like, uh, it seems like the Tour de France where everyone just sort of goes together for the whole thing, and then at the end they have a bit of a sprint. Like, they just... It doesn't matter what suitcase is open, and then at the end it's like... Okay, see you tomorrow night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for that explanation, but I still don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> That's why Andrew drinks so much, because he can't understand <laughs> yeah. the show. It's like this giant metaphysical riddle that he's trying to live through. I think he created it after the Logies one year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Larry Ender. Yay! All right. Move into that uh, vacant seat. Uh, our third guest this afternoon, you'll know him from Triple J and from Nova. Please welcome Scott Dooley. Yay! Yay! Hello. Welcome. Hi, Carl. Welcome. Hello. Thank you for Hi, joining Tommy. us. Fresh off the plane from uh, Alice Springs, I believe you were in. Yeah, it's fucking glamorous, this showbiz, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Right. Yep. What you do, what, who just goes to Alice Springs for the weekend? Well, no one just goes to Alice Springs <laughs> for the weekend. It's for work. <laughs> okay, right. Yeah. Right. Hey, speaking of Price is Right. Speaking of Alice Springs... <laughs> Can I t- go on? Yeah, no, you tell your Alice Springs so story. So one time, years ago, uh, in Melbourne, a woman uh, on The Price is Right won a holiday to Alice Springs. She was so excited until she found out in the commercial break that it was a bus ride, right? <laughs> Jesus. Four days up, two days there, four days back. Sorry, mate. Love Jesus. Alice Springs. Wow. That's, that, that's a mean show. Why are you doing this? <laughs> Shut up. It makes people happy. Shut up. <laughs> oh. I... The, the new Price is Right, I was, I, I was asked to audition for the, the voiceover guy. Yes, you were. And I did go and audition. How'd you go? Didn't get the gig, lads. <laughs> and I walked in, I was dressed like this. They said, wear a collared shirt. So I dressed like Larry Emder is dressed right now. Yeah. And the guy goes, hey, come here. Does up my buttons and goes, this is big boy shit. Literally said. <laughs> <laughs> and I went, Okay. And then, so this, where we are, we're in this empty television studio with a black um, curtain like this. And the guy is going, look, I'll pretend to be Larry Emder. I'll do this thing. And he goes, and he, so he starts on this big rant and he goes, uh, all right, we're here, uh, we're here uh, in, the, in the fantastic studio. Well, it's not a fantastic studio at the moment. It's all black here. Someone who's not black is Scott Dooley. And, he, <laughs> <laughs> and I went on and went, uh, yeah, that's right, Larry. And so... <laughs> Your fake you is incredibly racist. <laughs> wow. Not a, lot of, not a lot of people know uh, Tommy Dasso auditioned for the voice of the process right as well. He did his audition. The producer said, lower. 
Come on, come on, come on. <laughs> all right, thanks very much for joining us, everyone. That's all the time we've got yeah. for tonight. I'm going to burn this venue to the ground and everyone in it. Hey, can I tell you my favourite uh, backstage comment in television, which wasn't to me, it was to Amanda Keller, who's a good friend of mine. She did Dancing with the Stars, and in the rehearsal... Uh, she slipped over, and I don't know anyone remembers Hey Had Saturday. There's a guy called Crystal. Yes. Very camp guy, did all the sound, uh, did sound effects and so on. So Amanda fell over, and he just went, and I said, This should be the title. If you ever do an autobiography, show business autobiography, this should be the title of it. He just went, Careful, love, don't go cunt up on the lino. <laughs> <laughs> don't go cunt up on the lino. Yeah. Wow. Be Amanda Keller exactly. still. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. There is not a single wasted word in that sentence. No, there isn't. <laughs> Everything's, it's all equally, everyone's pulling at the same That's amount right. of No wonder Larry demanded to be on uh, IMDb for that credit. Yeah. Like, was, he, was he Camp Crystal? Camp Crystal? Was he? Because he used to uh, rub spray tan into my legs. Was he? <laughs> yeah. I didn't, he didn't No, that's me. on his IMDb. <laughs> he said it was all for the kids. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it was at four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Now, uh, now, Scott, I want to bring this up. We've been talking about extensive research that we do on the show. <laughs> yep. I put you into Google this afternoon, and I don't know if you know this, but you know when you sometimes if you start to type something into Google, it'll bring up suggested search results. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first thing that comes up when you just put in Scott Dooley, it comes it's up. Cunt. No. <laughs> no it just and says, me crying is the image. <laughs> it just says the first one that comes up. What is Scott Dooley doing now? <laughs> the most Googled thing. My mum's got Google. So <laughs> she's always on. Um, I'm doing stand-up. Yes. Not literally now, but I am, I am doing stand-up and um, I don't know, man. I'm still getting paid by Nova till the end of the year, so I am, uh, I'm doing nothing. Thank you, Mr. Murdoch. <laughs> <laughs> so how much are you allowed to say about that? About not a... No, no, not nothing. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, I, I got it on the first syllable. Yeah. <laughs> Can we just quickly get your thoughts on the Nova management team? <laughs> I wouldn't do that, Scott. You'll go cunt up on the line. Yeah. That is one of those things, you know, when you see stand-ups, you go, here's one you can use just around the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that yeah. in your next stand-up. <laughs> so if you're at the supermarket and you see some spilt Dolmio, just say, don't go cunt up on the line, Ola. <laughs> a number of times I see spilt Dolmio in the supermarket. Oh, yeah, yeah. God. If only I had a line for this. Yeah, finally. <laughs> <laughs> this like, aisle is lousy with spilt Dolmio. <laughs> no. um, I want to get into this because this is, uh, this is quite interesting. You, for a little point, you were BFFs with Charlie Sheen. Yeah, well, yeah. I wouldn't say BFFs. Well, we were, uh, we yeah, we were kind of buddies. I went, I went and visited him a couple of months ago, and he was doing this new show, Anger Management. And this, is that and that, that is that's a spin-off or, or based on the quote-unquote wildly successful Adam Sandler. Jack. Is that was is it is wildly it? successful? No, was, that's was why it? I said quote-unquote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quite, yeah, right. So, yeah. Um, so he, this is this is after he's had his whole meltdown. He's sort of back on the rails when you when you. I, I think back on the rails is the wrong thing to say about oh, Charlie okay. Sheen. Right, right. <laughs> well, it's all relative. Did, did he have a few any... Coke users in the audience? That's good. <laughs> Dules, did he have any memory of who you were or where you <laughs> fitted into his There life was honestly it? this moment where I was there and I was talking to him via text message and then his assistant, and he's got this whole team of people that's always around him, and they, he said, come in here at, you know, two o'clock, and the time keeps getting pushed out. And, and where they're filming is out in the middle of bloody nowhere. So I've gone there and... and uh, uh, and I'm there and uh, I've, I've gone in and, and said, oh, hi, I'm, I'm Scott, I'm here to see Charlie. And I'm outside his trailer. And, uh, sorry, showbiz talk, bus. And, um, <laughs> and, uh, you sew up yourself. I know. <laughs> what a way. So, I am, uh, so I'm there and everyone's like, oh, who's this guy? So they've gone in and they said, oh, yeah, come in. So I was waiting out there for like 20 minutes and then they've said, oh, go into the set, there'll be someone there. So I'm kind of standing around and then in walks Charlie Sheen. And I've kind of gone, this will show everyone here. Watch this. And he's done this. He's just walked past. Great for the podcast, this story. <laughs> and he's just walked past going... <laughs> and just walked on. And I've thought, well, this isn't how I imagined this to go. <laughs> and then he came over and, uh, and, and we kind of had a chat. And it was at about that point that I thought, this story could use a punchline. <laughs> But there were none on offer. 
Yeah, but to in fairness, they don't pay you to be a guest on this podcast, yeah. so fuck their punchline. I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and third choice, according to the gushing Denton intro. <laughs> <laughs> Really made a rod for our own backs there with that one. We should have planned some of this. <laughs> <laughs> well, so because you, you, when all that stuff was going down with him, you, you ended up going, you, you were like the one person who, who he let in to interview yeah, him? Yeah, so we were hanging out at his house for a while. And, um, how, did, and how did that even come about? Well, we, all the interviews he'd been doing until that point were like really just one-on-one kind of 60-minute styles. Where are your children and how high are you right now? And I went and sat down to him and said... Uh, so, uh, hell of a week, huh? And he's like, yeah, man, and started talking to me. And so he and I, we, we just started hanging out. And, um, yeah, and then, so, and then a bunch of weird stuff. It's the weird stuff always happens when you're near him. So we were going to go down and go and have, like, a, a meal with him. And we couldn't because there were 35 police officers raiding his house. <laughs> like just that's it. And it was, it's just such a wonderful excuse. That sounds someone... like the perfect excuse to go out to dinner. Yeah, <laughs> but it's the, no, it's the best excuse. He goes, hey, you're not going to be able to come over. Uh, they sent a SWAT team to my house. <laughs> um, and I like how Larry and Andrew are sort of nodding like in agreement. Like we've all... We've been there. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a SWAT team permanently outside my house to keep, keep Andrew O'Keefe away. <laughs> Always a helicopter hovering <laughs> two feet off the ground so you can get in at a moment's notice and zoom away. Yeah. No deal! I, uh, <laughs> was, was he the one that was delivering to Greg Fleet in prisoner? <laughs> <laughs> um, now, here's something else. You were, uh, you were nominated a couple of years ago for Clio Bachelor of the Year. Yeah, I don't know about nominated, but I did it. Yeah. What? Yeah, I did. I was in the... You were yeah. one of them. Hang on, did someone in the audience just say clang? <laughs> <laughs> Good get. You guys are doing better than us. <laughs> well, we're going to ask you, uh, what about this? What about, have you got any, uh, for young Luke McGregor, who you've become recently acquainted with? Best friend. <laughs> where yeah, the, where the fuck he's gone Sorry, again? Sorry, I moved again. We give you one job, again. McGregor. Sorry. Would anyone be surprised if we went, where's Luke McGregor? And he was masturbating in the corner. <laughs> Would anyone be like, what? <laughs> I'm lo- I love doing this podcast. <laughs> Um, any lady advice for McGregor? Because you know the only <laughs> advice I, when I did it, um, I, I actually paused so that person could say "clang." Then um, <laughs> I was wearing a shirt like you were, and every, everyone I was. You go into this kind of hotel room, and they go, "Hey guys, what would you like to wear?" And I went in with these two footballers who I, I didn't know who they were, and uh, and they're like going, "All right, so what we're thinking for you is." <clears throat> And they just came out with shorts. How about that? And then, and then they go, what about you, John? Do you reckon, oh, yeah, I've got my own shorts. Oh, I'll just wear them. And then so they come over to me and I'm going, oh, God, I'm not going to look good with my shirt off. This isn't going to go well. And they come over with, like, a button-up shirt. Because this is big boy shit. And J- this big boy shit. Yeah. <laughs> Incredible response to that. <laughs> so everyone, it, the theme is pool party, Right. And I am the only person in the pool party who sat next to a spa really awkwardly with jeans and, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and a shirt on. You can look it up. It's actually... And, and, um, I'm scared of the water. And yeah, it's, My it's, dad fell off a boat when I was young yeah. and died. I, don't, it's, it's, I can't go in the water. I know. And like interest is haemophilia. Like, it's, <laughs> really, so, it's like in high school when you don't want to get changed in front of the bigger boys. Like, <laughs> that doesn't stop in high school, Carl. Yeah. <laughs> But when, so when I'm there, I'm like wearing the, the, the button-up shirt and the woman, this is honestly, this was when, like it was already humiliating, like because there's these shirtless footballers watching me in my jeans. <laughs> it's the water as cold as it looks. And, 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 then, and she comes over and she goes, oh, just one thing, love. And she does a button up. She buttoned up. Oh. So any chance of chest like yeah. couldn't be seen. Yeah, can we get a scarf around that hideous neck? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, so I was shocked when I didn't win. Yeah. <laughs> you won confirmed Bachelor of the Year. Oh. Yeah, that's right. Oh. <laughs> so your advice to Luke McGregor is don't go in the pool? Is that... Yeah. yeah. Why? If your advice is don't be nominated for Cleo Bachelor of the Year, he's way ahead of you. <laughs> <laughs> he's a pale-looking chap. I yeah, but I have, a, I have a roofside pool now, right? So... <laughs> <laughs> well, it's inflatable. It probably won't last long. Yeah. Uh, just, just to <laughs> confirm, a, uh, did you say first a time has heard that? <laughs> <laughs> Someone's filming me. <laughs> 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 a roof side pool? 
Did you say? I, the roofside. I said whatever the correct thing. Yeah. It's on the. It's no, on no, the I just see it hovers in midair next to his roof. Yeah, yeah you saw it. It's on the side of the roof. Yeah. I'm getting. Yeah. Someone's filming me on their iPhone yes. right now. I can see my face on someone. Yes. I'm, I got to move. Damn <laughs> <laughs> <Sam> paparazzi. Yeah. <laughs> you can see the headline: Eleven killed in pool death plunge. <laughs> 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 hey, Luke, is there anyone else in the crowd that uh, you think would be good to talk? Can we get the house lights up a little bit? Is um, there anyone? Are there people out there who... Did anyone have a question for five people on stage? Yes. <laughs> yeah. We have one person? And yes, sir. Uh, hi, guys. Television's Will Anderson up here. Oh, <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> um, oh clang. Shit. Biggest I, uh, clang so far. I, uh, I'm just wondering how Duels got invited to this show before me. <laughs> I mean, I'm willing to not get invited in front of Andrew. He is my boss. I'm willing to get invited not in front of, a- in front of Larry because he's richer than I am. <laughs> but duels? Yeah. Come on. Who's I... your next guest? Michael Tun? <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, given your track record with podcasts, we thought if we had you on, this thing would be deleted and we'd never hear it yeah. again. Well... <laughs> Uh, well, here's two differences. A, this wouldn't be recorded, and B, this room would be full. <laughs> <laughs> and there is a reason why you didn't get invited onto the big stage. <laughs> it's okay, I'm starting my own podcast up here. <laughs> I'm well, like Bob Catter, I'm starting my own state. This is so, because for I am actually we're... the host of the Little Dum Dum Club, because uh, I read that in the Herald Sun article yeah. about podcasts. <laughs> Yeah, is this a is this a hostile takeover? Yeah. yeah. So this is not our fault. You guys all fucked up. You're yeah. facing the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> I am like the Gina Reinhardt to your podcast. <laughs> I'm coming in to take it over, even though it's shit and doesn't yeah. make any money. <laughs> I, I don't want to kick you when you're down, but I, I'd like to join Will's podcast. <laughs> oh, no. It seems to be going oh, really, really well. You know. But he's sitting at the back. Is that the segment? Uh, uh, up there just dedicated for the employees of you, Andrew, because I can see that Will and then David Tench next to him. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> oh, damn. That was a sweet it's reference for the six people that got it. Yeah, damn. that's right. Can I just We're say... Just double the audience. Yeah, yeah. David can I, I, I have been enjoying Jay. tonight very much, but it shows how important punctuation is because I know you've got a lot of young people who listen to this podcast. They're looking for you guys for guidance. They're on the internet all the time and they don't use punctuation, punctuation anymore. <laughs> but he, he, this is how important a comma is. Earlier tonight, Andrew Denton said, I, I blew Brian Wurzel off stage. Yeah. <laughs> now, if there had been a comma in the middle of that sentence... I blew Brian Wurzel, comma, off stage. <laughs> it would have been a very different sentence. Yeah. And actually a more accurate one, I just didn't want to talk about that part of my life. <laughs> Will Anderson, everyone, ex-employee of Andrew Denton. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I think it's about time to wrap this thing up. Yeah, sure. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, please give a round of applause to Scott Dooley. Yeah. Larry Ender. Yeah. Andrew Denton. Yeah. Will Anderson. Yeah. Luke McGregor. Thank you so much for coming out. We really, really appreciate it. We've got uh, Hey Mate t-shirts. We've got CDs and books and stuff for sale out the front. Stick around and have a drink with us. Yeah. Well, what? Hungry all right, we're all going to Hungry this is, Jacks. This is, this is not a drive through speaker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's it. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks if you're listening at home, and we'll see you next time. See you, mates. Hey, my mate.